the regular season is finished, but we're not. Grizz is back. Two-time fantasy championship tour over. He's on the show. Can heavy finish 500 on the year. And I got no Kirk Cousins or the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I like that. You like football, basketball. You're chilling with the homies. You bet them 10, you bet them 20, you bet them 50, you bet them 100. Or just a friendly wager, whatever. This is a podcast for you. We're not industry professionals. We're just a couple homies trying to get a quick flip off of the sports ting. There's no long talking on this one. No lies, no limits. This is No Cap Bets. I'm your host, Plus Mo. Heavy 365 out with the one and two variant right now. So he's off. Send some picks in, though, so we'll hear from him in a minute. And introducing the back-to-back. He took last week to go celebrate it. I totally understood. Um, that was sick. He's had to celebrate. had the parade, um, a viral parade, uh, celebrating his second consecutive fantasy champion and then uh, while celebrating sent in the picks and goes three and oh our senior nfl top of top correspondent what's up grizz what is up no cap nation as we always do we take a look at last week i mean it's the end of the regular season so this is the no cap recap last week's picks um six and three i'm happy I'm happy we deserved it we've been working so hard for a winning week six and three how you feel about it Grizz you know what we're a long time due for that I mean I couldn't a long time due. now I wanted to put this into perspective because a lot of people don't understand kind of like what we do or how we did it or what what it takes to make a podcast where you do NFL picks. So I wanted to um, take this no cap recap to look at last year's picks and how well we did in comparison to this year. Now, granted, I don't know if you remember this Grizz, but we took more locks. I think there was one week where you took like eight locks. You remember that? It was like five. Come on now. <laughs> don't do that. Um, so obviously, yeah, we took more locks, but we ended the season like this. Um, heavy was 27 and 24, 53%. Um, you, Grizz, were 33, 27 and 1, good enough for 55%. Hold on to hold on to that, because we'll we'll come back to that in a minute. And myself, I was 37, 23. And yeah, because I, I did take about five locks one week and whatever. Yeah, you did too. Yeah. <laughs> 37, 23, and one. And that was 61%. I was very, very, very proud. And, um, you know, the, the whole we had high ambitions going into this season. I think that was safe to say. Wouldn't you agree? Hey, my baby. Why not? But nonetheless, um, I, think, I think we all kind of went through rough weeks hence the term one and two variant you know what i'm saying um and and we had to learn to adjust in that hey the success on a podcast is very hard to it's hard to come by you know i don't know what these other podcasts are doing i don't listen for the records but i can speak for ours yeah i'll I'll be honest man with covid and how the season has gone it's hard to gauge from when we record to when the game time and you know i mean uh. okay so hold on 
because you know what? I feel like you're trying to make an explanation, but we we take sides regardless. We we have, we feel strongly about the sides that we take. We take a look at the line, given the information that we have. And yes, some things do happen, but they don't happen. I'll probably say they happen hmm, one out of 10 times where, where something happens with the line because so-and-so's out with it. That didn't happen a lot this season. And I wanted to bring this up to say, this is one of the longer no-cap recaps, but you went 3-0 last week, which brought you to 28-23, and 23, which is good enough for 55% on the regular season. So back-to-back championships, back-to-back 55% seasons. What are your thoughts looking back on the season now, knowing where you've come from since last season? I mean, that sounds about right, you know? If I'm going to be honest, as I'm, as I'm better, my range is above that. It can be a little higher, you know, depending on the risk I want to take. But, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm always going to aim high. And next year, you know, and as we go along, I'm definitely aiming for higher. So, so you could that. you could stand on that. You could stand on 55% to see. Like, like who's mad at that? Like, are, you know That's what I'm profitable, saying? profitable, brother. That's that, profitable. That is an accomplishment, and I salute you, brother. And, you know, congratulations on, again, like I said, back-to-back championships and back-to-back goddamn 55% seasons. You know what I mean? That's, that's lit. I appreciate you coming through. Senior NFL, that's why we call you the senior NFL top-of-top correspondent. <laughs> Respect. You don't know already. <laughs> As for me, okay, so, yeah, let's get to your no-cap recap. Because, yeah, we like I said, we did a lot of celebrating. There's really no long talking behind this. You know what I'm saying? You you took on you, t- you took on all challengers because you sent in the notes and there was no opportunity to hit the reverse siren. I messaged you about it. I was like, yo, I really wanted to hit the reverse siren. Um, but it just that opportunity couldn't you know present itself. You had Miami, you know, Tomlin and you had the Niners. Um, yeah, so yeah, you destroyed me and Heavy, and then you had the Niners pick. Go ahead and break it down. Congrats. Three and oh, a week. All right, Nation. I mean, last week was, you know, ended on a, the highest note possible, you know, three and oh, as Plus mentioned. And um, yeah, I had the Dolphins, which Plus thought, you know, the Pats were the better look. Unfortunately, they weren't. You know what I mean? We had. The Niners, who came back from 17 points down to come mm. back and win to mm. finish their playoff spot. Mm. And then the Steelers, who would have thunk it? You know what I mean? So I got that one and two variant off my back. Hopefully, you know, I got some more money for y'all this week. Let's go, baby. And um, I want to salute Heavy, you know what I'm saying? Because he's still sending some picks. And, uh, yeah, the one and two variant got him. Um, and, and as I said, um, you know, I, I felt like he really, we, we had a chance. Uh, I'm sure you listened to the episode, Grizz, you know what I mean? In addition to sending your picks, but we had a chance to talk about just kind of how he felt about his record, uh, at the, at that time. And, you know, he had said he took, he took games. He really didn't have no business taking kind of thing. Uh, that's how he, that's how he described it, you know? Um, so looking back, looking back at his record, you know, going 
kind of feeling his way out in the NFL season. I think it was safe to say, have you didn't really come with the sky high ambitions that you did? It's just kind of like he was going to weather the storm, put good picks out. And, you know, as he would say, hoping for the best, rolling the dice, you know how to, you know how to have he takes usually, you know, I'm going to roll the dice or whatever. Right. <laughs> so he ultimately takes the Falcons. He gets on the side with me with Murky. And then he has the Steelers, which is another thing that I think about, like with the Falcons and the Steelers. Oh, you have the Ravens up game. the Ravens up game. Right, 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 right. He went up against you in the Steelers game. That's what yeah. I meant. To, that's what I meant to say. My bad. I needed to clarify that. All good. And I'm not used to heavy, like having takes on the NFC North. Really, you know what I'm saying? So, ultimately, as he described some of his shortcomings from this season. Hey, I'm involved in games I really shouldn't be in on the board. You know, I felt like that's ultimately what contributed to where his record was at because, um, yeah, like Falcons, that wasn't really the, the look, you know what I mean? That's not the strong look, you know what I'm saying? Um, so saints took care of business there and, um, yeah, went up against you in that rate when he took the Ravens, you know? I, I I didn't see that one coming either. But he he stood pat with the with the uh with the Vikings and that was his good look. So he gets 23 and 28 um from his 53% season to a 45% season. And that's why I thought it was important to just kind of talk about what we do and the standard that we're setting for ourselves, you know? What is 45%? That's a couple of rough weeks. That's a couple of rough weeks that like ultimately add up and mean something. You know what I mean? By the end of it, because he came out hot. He came out really hot. And I wonder if the pressure to maintain that made him look at the board differently. I mean, I'm sure we're going to have another episode with him on in the nearby future. As I said, we're entering into negotiations. Uh, <laughs> as we speak. So, um, yeah, I would love to hear from him on kind of if his outlook changed or if his strategies changed throughout the season, because it was a hot start and a couple rough weeks is a different, it was 10%, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'll give him some blight on uh, the Falcons last week. I don't like taking faves in must win situations and, that should have been a game that the Falcons won, but Trevor Simeon, when he comes in relief, is like Peyton Manning. So, like, I don't know what happens. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> you know, I think I understand heavy to the extent where it's like you're on a podcast. Don't give out the Atlanta Falcons. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, we can we can take that approach to ultimately give us the best record. Like, you know, take the teams that you know you're going to come out on top with and not try to be the sharpest guy. Like, that's why I do the intro. We're not the industry. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, that was basically Heavy's recap. And for me, you know, I was uh, reeling, loving myself after the Dallas Cowboys came through, the Vikings came through, as I mentioned with Heavy, and then I had um, the Patriots. And so um, 
that was a mess. And uh, yeah, I messaged you, Grizz. I said, yo, I need to hit the reverse siren. I wish I did that. <laughs> this this season was crucial for the introduction of the, the reverse siren because there was some opportunity. You know, there was some real opportunity and none of us took it. So I hope that's something we look forward to in the future. Um, I mean, you know what? A lot of pride in the ego plays in yeah, that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a very humble thing to, to reverse a siren and uh yeah. yeah i don't know i was i was the first one that actually i wanted to draw from it i was actually ready to do it but i missed the opportunity so i ended up going two and one and uh last season 61 percent. this season i finished 27 23 and 1 54 percent and um just like i said 10 percent is the difference between a couple of rough weeks and that's kind of what, how I like to look at it is 7%, whatever. Um, but I will stand on my 54% because I'm proud of it. And, um, you know, ultimately I think we have a winning podcast. I did actually, the one thing I didn't do at one point when we were going through the one and two variant, I really stopped keeping track of the week by week numbers to figure out like where we were at. Like I was like, yeah, I kind of noticed. So you weren't really telling me my record no more. <laughs> I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? I was like, everybody's going one and two. This is awful, you know? And, um, yeah, it was so, I mean, I will get back to my regular schedule statistic reporting. Uh, nonetheless, uh, we went six and three. It was a good week. We know why the people are here. It's the only it's the only reason why we're here. We're gonna do the last well, I guess yeah, it's technically the last not involved we're ever gonna really do for this season, you know. And I wanted to run the tune. So um because I love the tune. So we're gonna run <laughs> we're not involved in one game, but we're gonna run that. So not involved coming up right after this. Let's get it. I don't care what you are being told or what you just heard Cause I'm not involved, guess what? I'm not involved, mm-hmm. nah, I'm not involved I don't care what you are being told or what you just heard Cause I'm not involved, guess what? I'm not involved, yeah, yeah, nah, I'm not involved Yada, 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 don't play every game on the board This is not involved because we only got one game. I'm not going to tell people about there's not every game has value. We're pretty much actually playing every game on the board. All of us are involved in the other games and not involved. It's just one game. So we get a chance to talk about it. And yeah, uh, that no cap recap, it dragged a lot. It, you know, I'm giving myself the first drop of the year. It's, it's this one. Cool story, bro. It's like, cool story, bro. Like, yo. I was dragging on and on and on and on. But all I was trying to say was salute to all the men. And this is a very hard thing to do. A podcast 18 weeks in a row, giving your picks, putting your whole record out there and everything like that. So uh, salute to the man. With that being said, not involved. We're only not involved in one game. How do you feel, Grizz, about the Bengals? Five and a half faves. Vegas. I AFC North favorites, they scare me. I love Joe Burrow right now. And I'm sure the whole public world does. Las Vegas has got a good D. Pause. Good defense. Go ahead. Big pause. 
But um, you know what? I love Mighty Joe. Like that's my guy. Pause. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Raiders have been playing differently, especially since like Gruden situation. Like that ended. You know what I mean? Like they've been playing so much better. I don't know. They've been playing pretty much like playoff football for the last month. I agree. And like I look at the the two of them have different schedules. Like Raiders played the toughest schedule. Bengals did. They played one of the easiest. Mm. And it's like the one thing I can't get out of my head is the Bengals. They always bungle it up. So I call them the Bungles, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. They haven't won a playoff game since like. Text messages were invented, bro. Oh, wow. You went in on them. And you know what? As a fave, I can't do it. You know, if they're a dog, if they're like a wild card team and they're like, had to go into somewhere, maybe I'd, I'd rock with them. But not as an expected. I've seen this story happen. I can't do it. I'm not involved. Yeah. Yeah, you said since text messages were yeah, – look, it's tough. It is. It's the Bengals in a playoff game. I don't feel good about it. Um, I don't know what else to say other than I'm not involved. If it was three points, man, I'd love this Joe Burrow move, you know? But this could be like one of those under games where he's not getting everything off. I just love, like, I just love everything that's happening in Cincinnati, I, even as a Ravens fan. Salute to them, um, the Cincinnati Bengals, for a great season. That's all, that's all I'm going to say, you know. But for real, for real, like not even on a ticket, not on an in-play, not on nothing. I'm not involved. Will this touch one of your parlays? I mean, I, got, I might put a little uh, same-game parlay involved in that. But aside from that, uh, I'm, you know what I mean? Player props, you know? <laughs> You're listening to No Cap Bets. And over here, we really do tell you, like, we're not involved. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, yeah, we go against that whole thing. You know, I hope for you, Grizz, and I hope for the people out there, when you decide that you're not involved in a game that you don't get involved, he says he's going to sprinkle some things on it. You know what I'm saying? He might have a change of heart when it's time to hit that button. Who knows, you know? But the message with not involved is if you just don't like the game, like don't touch it. I think it's more of a win to not touch a game. Like that's the bigger win, you know, to not. And I'm learning that with college basketball. Like I've narrowed it down to my conferences. Now I've narrowed it down to my teams. And these are my teams. And these are the teams I'm watching, you know. We'll have another. We'll bring that up a little bit later, though, you know, because, uh, I might have some college basketball locks and jams for y'all in the future. Nonetheless, uh, that was our only little segment for not involved. It was kind of cool. We only had to talk about one game. Like, this is an easy job this week. We'll be right back after the break. I have talked to thousands of people who want to achieve fitness goals, gain muscle, lose weight, tone, define, decrease pain and inflexibility, you name it. And I'm here to help you with that. This podcast was made to motivate, change your mindset, boost your confidence starting today, and stay on that path to getting that body right with exercise. So I'm going to link up with every fitness professional I know, and I've met along the way to educate you, the everyday person. Check out the Body Right Podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Plus Mo. Bless up. You know what that means. It's time for the locks. 
You're listening to No Cap Bets, man. And that's all we do. Give you winning picks. So let's get right to it. First game. First game is me? No, first game's a Saturday game. Let's have a look here. We got the Bills and we got the Patriots. Grizz, you said you, you looked at it, but you didn't really want to touch it. You're just not involved. I'm no longer involved. But Heavy has something on this. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not involved still. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. All right, let's go to Heavy. Let's hear what he's got to say about this one. I love it. This is the quickest segments on the best episode ever of No Cap Bets. Heavy's take on the Patriots Bills. I figured he would touch this, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm going with the New England Patriots plus four. Um, Not much to say, but a revenge spot here after losing to the Bills two weeks ago. I'm sure everybody still remembers that one, especially with me and Grizz going head to head. Um, I feel like the Pats are going to regroup, uh, be ready for the Bills in this spot. I still give the coaching advantage here to Belichick as I did in the last game. Um, With this being a division game, especially in the playoffs where it means putting absolutely everything on the line, um, I'm going to have to take the points. So I'm rocking with the Pats here to cover with the field goal in this one. Um, Yeah, I just feel like they bounced back in this spot, um, especially losing the last one to the Bills. So I like them here catching four for my lot. And that was Heavy's first lock, the New England the New England Patriots plus four. I mean, hey, Belichick playoff spot. I get it. You know, AFC East, that's his thing. I'm not touching it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and now, well, he if he took it at four, then he's probably behind it at four and a half. Heavy's first lock, the New England Patriots. What are your thoughts on that one, Grizz? Um, Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I'm. Enjoy- I just kind of want to watch football Saturday. I don't even want to touch it, to be honest. So uh, this is gonna be a good one to watch, man. I'm rooting for you, heavy. Thank you for the first lot, New England Patriots. You know, uh, next game we got the Philadelphia Eagles. They're up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now this one's at eight and a half. Um, can you just verify that for me, Grizz? Eight and a half. I just want to make sure I got it right. It's definitely eight and a half. Okay, so, so I'm definitely hitting the siren on this definite eight and a half for the Philadelphia Eagles. I expect it to probably go down the way I feel about it right now. Um, it was just a couple of things that I was looking at prior to recording that made me feel like there's no way this is going to be an outright win but why not take Philadelphia it just feel it just felt really good that uh one of the best spots to take them is in non-division games um where I believe I'm going to take a look at it real quick I, I got some notes on it I think they're actually like 10 and 4 against the spread in non-division game. That's probably not accurate. I just want to, you know, throw that out there. But this is one of the best spots to take them in. Um, you're giving me eight and a half. The last couple of games against um Tampa Bay, 
it kind of looked like an exercise. Like, it looked like a practice. Philly didn't really have it. So I, I, I really do expect them to step up. They're not in this. They're not. This is another one of my takes you're going to hear um, in the future as well. They don't really have anything to prove. They're not really meant to be in this spot. They they kind of control their own destiny at this point. They know they're going to go home at some point. Why not lay it all out there? So you're giving me a lot of points. You're giving me more than a touchdown. I expect Philly up early. Philly first half, if you want to take it too. And to cover the eight and a half, my first lock, the Philadelphia Eagles. Grizz, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, that matchup is interesting because it's like strength versus strength. And you got like Philly was a solid running team versus Tampa, who was a solid run D. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like where it begins with that matchup, you know? I- I'd like to see if. Philly is persistent with that run and if they can actually move the ball because if they can it'd make for a very interesting matchup but I don't know yeah so that stat that I butchered the early it was uh they're seven and four non-division games uh covered by a margin of 7.7 um so yeah they they like they thrive in a non-division spot. Uh, I believe they lost their last game. But, yeah, they're great on the road. Take them. If you're getting a lot of points, if you're getting more than a touchdown, it's Philly all day. It, it has backdoor potential just because of the simple fact, too, when you look at Tampa, you don't have AB, who's actually a solid target. You don't have Godwin. You don't have Fournette. So it's not like they're coming with the same weapons that they had last year on their run. So, if you're going to catch Tampa, vulnerable in a sense, this is where it kind of starts. Super facts. Um, so, that's my first lock. Let's get to your uh, Let's get to your first lock, finally. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you're bouncing back off the 3-0 week. Um, let's talk about it. It's the Dallas Cowboys. They're up against the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, Dallas has been pretty good to me and everyone who bets Dallas the entire season. The Niners are pretty good to you, if I'm not mistaken, Grizz. Um, and, and they came through for you last week. Who are you hitting the siren on? Well, I mean, this isn't a bet heart, but I'm going to hit the siren on the Niners plus three. Now, my reasoning behind this really is based off of my lack of trust in the Cowboys. But also, as I called it earlier in the year, the Niners are almost damn near playoff, not even playoff, Super Bowl form. Like, you know, I've been called that they're back on the lows, and they've been showing it. I believe that this is a team that nobody really wants to be playing right now. It's the worst matchup for the Cowboys to be having right now. Mm. So, and then you have uh, Money Mike McCarthy over here, who is probably the worst coach that you want to have in a playoff situation. I feel like a team of the Niners would have been here. And you know what? They're not really expected, though. I feel the pressure is more on Dallas. Right. And as a more battle-tested team, I feel like the Niners are the way to go. So let's go Niners, baby. 
interesting take you said the McCarthy collapse on that one, you know, and it just this this does kind of reek has like some upset potential. Um, who coaches the Niners? I j- I'm just curious. I, I don't. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see that. All right. Uh, you know what's funny? Hey. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, the, the coaching inter, intertwinings of this game. Dan Quinn is obviously the defensive coordinator who was the, what was he, coach of the Falcons. That's correct. Shanahan was his um, OC. Ah, right. right. But see, they both, Shanahan knows his D. Quinn doesn't fully know Shanahan's offense. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Knows it, but he doesn't know it. He's always creative with it. You know what I mean? So the familiarity too with that matchup, Shanahan kind of knows how to attack this defense. So I, I, they have the they have the little inside, you know. Interesting matchup as well. Little inside, Grizz's first lock the San Francisco 49ers. Let's get right to your second lock because you're involved in. I mean, is it? Is it, was it too far-fetched to think you would not be involved in a Steelers game? I'm involved in this game. Heavy's involved in this game. I got to go to you first just in case I might have to hit the reverse siren because I didn't do it last week. Let's hear your take on this one. What was um Heavy's second lock? Heavy second lock is coming up right now after your take on the Pittsburgh Steelers game. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hitting the, the siren on the Steelers. Like, hey, hey. Right? And my reasoning is pretty simple. Like, first off, 13 points is kind of wild for a playoff game. Facts. You know what I mean? While the Chiefs are capable of covering such a spread, I don't think that's possible in this matchup, per se. These teams played a couple weeks ago, and that's one of the most dangerous things. And we end up having to play them in the playoffs again. Because he pretty much just showed them how not to get beat. Um, also, coming to this game, the Steelers are kind of riding the Momo train. They're the team that shouldn't be there. Facts. And honestly, they're playing with that house money right now. And if this is Big Ben's last ride, I feel like, you know what I mean? They're not going to go out without a fight. So, give the Steelers. Do you want to hit the reverse siren? Me neither. No necessary, um, no necessary siren warning. I just do that sometimes because I'm on the same side as you. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I mean, you just pretty much stole everything I was going to say. Like Steelers, they didn't even really have to be there. They would have had a great send off for Ben the way they did it a couple weeks ago. Like I loved it. I was like, wow, they really like people are going to miss Ben. Like that was a nice little send off. Like they were content with that. Now they've got house money, as you said it, Um, not to mention some of the trends to take a look at as a dog seven and four ATS. My biggest thing is, you know, okay, cool. You're covering as a dog and they were in the dog spot a lot this NFL season more than normal. Um, my biggest thing is like, how are you covering? Are you covering like in close games or whatever? Uh, those games that they're covering as a dog is my 
four points. So, I mean, they're not getting beat double digits. It's the playoffs. It's Ben's time to shine, you know, in clutch moments. Um, And, yeah, can Kansas City maybe have a slow first half and come back and steal one? A hundred percent. I've seen it happen time and time and time again. But you got that boy Watt over there. I didn't think, like, uh, for a little brother, I did not think that that dude was as dangerous as he is. And then you got another big-ass dude in the middle. I forget what his name is. I think it's Hayward, if I'm not mistaken. Hayward. Hayward is a beast. So you already know that's too much pressure in the beginning of a game for Kansas City. They like to play catch-up. That's kind of how they do. They drive, like, they... They get shocked by teams, they make adjustments, and they squeak through late in the game. I'm not surprised if this happens once again in the playoffs, uh, especially with Pittsburgh Steelers getting all the trends. But enough about my second lock and your first lock, your second lock as well. Um, let's go to Heavy on this one. Let's hear, hopefully, he's on the same side as us. We'll be right back. Let's hear Heavy's take. Going with the Pittsburgh Steelers plus 13. Um, shout out to Grizz's team here. Uh, who would even imagine the Steelers would be here? Because um, I didn't think they would make it to the playoffs. But they're here on a nice little run going 4-2 and two in their last six. Uh, with one of those losses actually coming to the Chiefs losing by 26. Now as a professional athlete, um, no one forgets getting smoked. So I think the Steelers approach this one a bit different and keep it closer. Um, I definitely can't lay 13 with the Chiefs, so I have no choice but to take 13 in a playoff game. Um, Chiefs probably win, but um, I don't see them blowing out the Steelers here. Um, Who knows? Maybe Big Ben and Tomlin could pull it off. I'll take the 13 um, just to be safe. Just think it's way too many points, especially in a playoff game. So I'm going with the Steelers plus 13. Correction, that was not Heavy's second lock. That was Heavy's third and final lock. And we're going to get back to his pick. Actually, yeah, we're just going to finish up the the episode, basically, with our remaining locks on that Rams game. And I hope we're on the same side, because I really do. Um, So, yeah, we're going to take it there. And then we're going to go back to Heavy's take on the San Francisco. So make sure you're listening in for this one. San Francisco 49ers, Dallas Cowboys, Heavy's got to take. Hopefully it's in line with yours, Grizz, too, and we're all in agreement. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, So, okay, it's the Rams. I mean, I've, I've been on the same side with you with the Steelers thing. So is Heavy. That's great, you know? What do you got on this game? Arizona, LA Rams, the line is four at the time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna switch it around this time. How about you tell me what you're hitting the siren in on on this game? All right, sounds good, man. I'm just a moderator, you know what I'm saying? I just try to th- I just try to show love to the two-time champ. Back-to-back 55% seasons. Let's go. Senior NFL top four four. Anyway, long story short. My side is the Arizona Cardinals. Where else would it be? I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I'm a big fan of them in the dog spot. They win all of their games straight up in the dog spot. Um, 
and I expect them to actually do it again. This is kind of like a let's expose Matt Stafford Cooper Cup angle that I'm trying to like maybe draw from here. You know, it's Kyler Murray who plays in pretty big games. I think he's kind of shown at this point he's a clutch QB. And it's Stafford who has been like finally awarded with all these tools and like this electrifying team, but not a proven one. So you're giving me some points. You're giving me more than a field goal. Even if I'm wrong about my take, the points still give me an opportunity to take the Arizona Cardinals. Really great value and catching them at four. You know, three, ah, I'm going to feel away. I'm not going to lie. I'm catching them at four. I kind of expect them to win it straight up. Bomb, 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 bomb. My reasoning is really simple. It's really simple. I do not trust Maddie Stafford, okay? Well, it looks like the Rams are loaded and locked and ready for a deep run. Yeah. Will the real Matt Stafford please stand up? Jeez. Please stand up. Whoa, please whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you didn't have to do him like that. Because he used to play in Detroit. <laughs> he used to play in Detroit, too. stumbled into the playoffs so I can understand why you know they don't look so sexy but this is a divisional matchup you know what I mean and this is an Arizona team that's pretty much won about five in a row or five and oh straight up and against the spread as a road dog talk to them this is their spot so, straight up yeah you know what I mean I'm, I'm a rock with Kyler and the Cardinals against the uh, the Rams, because I don't know Maddie Stafford already. Eight and one ATS in the dog spot all year. My bad. Yeah, no six and zero oh as a dog. Eight and one as a road team ATS all year. This is easy money, man. It's easy money. I'm happy we're on the same side. There's no reverse siren even needed. Heavy's got the New England Patriots, the San Francisco 49ers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got the Philly Eagles, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Arizona Cardinals. And damn, Grizz, just like me, you've got the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Arizona Cardinals, and you're wit heavy with the San Francisco 49ers. And I just gave away Heavy's last pick. But let's go, let's go to Heavy right now to find out why he took the San Francisco 49ers. For his third and final lock. You know something was going to be funny about this episode. We'll be right back. I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers plus three and a half. I think we're getting a great number here with the 49ers playing against the Cowboys team. Uh, that has really just beaten up on the, uh, their weak divisional foes in the NFC East in the last couple of weeks in their regular season, uh, which they ended up going 4-1. and one. So I think the line here is a bit inflated um, in the Cowboys' favor, which I disagree with. 
um, San Francisco can come into this one, um, basically run the ball all game long, uh, which has been a problem for the Cowboys to stop. So with those things being said, I'll take the 49ers as dogs here. I think I like them a lot actually to win this one outright. Um, I just feel a choke job here for America's favorite team. So I'll be fading them here. Um, I'll be taking the 49ers plus three and a half for my luck. And we're back. That was heavy third and well, second lock because we told you his second lock was actually his third and final lock. So that was really his second lock. He's on the same side as Grizz as the San Francisco 49ers. We're all in agreement. Looking to definitely have a 9 0 week because it's actually possible. Nobody's in anybody's way. Um, I mean, you know what, Grizz? I, like, I just wanted to send it off to you for the no cap nation on the regular season and obviously heading into the playoffs. You know, any. Any words to the listeners or, you know, how's it been? Uh, how's it been going this season on No Cap Bets? Yeah, man. I love this shit, you know what I mean? Shout out to the listeners. This is, this is something I love, so, you know what I mean? I appreciate your listens, and hopefully, you know, we go further and on, upwards and onwards, you know? Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I just want to say to the listeners, if you are listening right now, subscribe, follow, like hit the whatever button you got to hit to make sure you get notifications on upcoming episodes. We really appreciate the listenership. Um, and it's coming from different places finally now. You know what I mean? I guess it took a couple seasons, but, you know, we'll always be back. We're going to stay a little bit more consistent, maybe move on to next sports. So if you like what you're listening to right now, make sure you leave a review wherever you can. Give us a five star. Move us around around in the algorithm because right now when you type no cap we kind of pull up you know what i'm saying we pull up on you so we want to thank all our listeners for all that i love and uh yeah for heavy 365 who was off today but sent in the picks so shout out to him and for our senior nfl top of top back-to-back fantasy champ back to back 55 percent regular season grizz i'm plus it's been another episode of no cap bets probably not the best produced no cap bets episode i was all over the place with the pics but it's still love bless up